I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. I'm your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian and I'm ignorant. And so I ask questions. That's why we're here. Uh, There's always more to learn. And if you ever have those moments where you're like, "Mm, boy, I want to ask this person this, but if I said that out loud, everyone around me would be like, wow, you're so stupid. Uh, I don't have those moments on this podcast. I just... Well, I do, but I barrel through them. So we get all the answers and uh, and a lot of laughs and uh, a lot of people being like, you can't be serious. Um, and sometimes I am. And sometimes I'm not. Because being serious all the time would be a nightmare. Anyway, if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. It helps. Uh, makes it so other people can find this and get answers to their ignorant questions. And thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed, subscribed, I'm talking too fast again, classic me, uh, and reviewed. That is, uh, super helpful. I would love to get some more reviews. Uh, so please, 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 if you have listened for a while and you haven't reviewed, go over to the iTunes app. It's super easy. Uh, the podcast app, search for ignorance is blessed. It pops up. You scroll down. You'll see the reviews. You can write a review. And um, I obviously would love five stars, but either way, you know, do what you got to do. Uh, hopefully you're not a monster. Okay. Uh, and if you hate the podcast, hopefully you just stop listening. Is that fucked up of me? Okay. Uh, no. Don't. I, I mean that for you. Not even for me. Like, stop. Oh, hate listening. I know there's people who like hate follow people on Instagram and they're like, oh, they get viscerally angry every time they see their shit. Don't do that. You guys. Also, there's a Patreon. Uh, what up to my patrons? VIP, Idiot Savant, Jean, Best City Forever, Kathy. Um, you can join the Patreon. Um, become a patron. Patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. I do Google Hangs um, and we do um, monthly postcards and other fun stuff. I release bonus episodes that are only on the Patreon last last time I did one with Dulce Sloan, we had audio slip up, um, so I gotta fix it. I don't know why I'm telling you guys that, but uh, we just started a ro- listing a Rolodex of people that uh, we have had crushes on, and that's embarrassing. Um, but uh, you know, and we we get real, we talk shit. It's whatever. I don't talk a lot of shit, but I will if I have it to talk. Um, and you get uncut episodes before I put in all this edity stuff before they come out so you get to hear them ahead of everyone and um, also have the opportunity to engage uh, in extra discussion about that and you can help me pick quotes for different you know promotional posts that I put out about the podcast I'm always looking for input uh, from the listeners the idiots that's you guys that's me too Uh, thanks to all the new patrons uh, and the old patrons, especially for hanging in there with me. Uh, jms.comedy. jms.comedy. J- that would have been good. jmscomedy.com slash shows. If you want to see where I'm going to be live, I am coming to Sacramento 
on November 9th through the 11th, and I will be in Tampa Bay on the 14th. It's a Wednesday, uh, one night only, 8 p.m. Get your tickets for that. Um, they are filling out pretty quickly. Um, and I'll be in Tahoe at the end of November at the Improv inside of Harvey's, November 28th through 2nd, and I will spend a week around Thanksgiving on a cruise with my family. So... Uh, if I don't show up to Tahoe, it's because uh, I have thrown myself from a boat. Anyways, let's get to this episode. This is a fun one. Um, I met a guy in my travels. I just got back from touring Europe, and I met a guy while I was doing a walking tour of the Czech Republic. Um, <clears throat> of the Czech Republic. I walked across the whole country of Prague. Um, named Logan Salvador. He's a dude from... Uh, the States, sort of, who was traveling. He's also lived in New Zealand. We go into so much shit, you guys. He grew up on this religion called Santmat, which I mispronounce so many times in this podcast. If anyone wants to count and make it a drinking game, by all means, go ahead. Um, and, uh, yeah, he grew up on a f- farm in New Zealand for a while. There's a horror story in there about animals. So about halfway through, just be prepped for that. If you are sensitive, you may want to zoom through once we start talking about the farm. Um, or the edibles. It comes up pretty quickly. Uh, we talk about, um, his dad coming out of the closet when he was a kid and how that affected him and just, uh, just a lot of his life. It's just sort of like an interesting look at a fucking random dude I ran into that, uh, I thought had some cool stories. thought he was an interesting guy and, uh, I hope you will too. So here you go. Check him out. Uh, Logan Salvador. You guys, I am here with Logan Salvador. That's me. That sounds so... <laughs> Your voice is such a generic American white man for the, like, the way I just delivered. Logan Salvador sounds like some sort of exotic painter. It's, it's like... A, well, I mean, sometimes I prefer to think of myself as an exotic painter, but only stick figures and I'm no... Yeah. Art is so subjective, you know? It's Art is whatever you want to make it, and that's and what I try and live my life by. It's whatever you make it. <laughs> whatever you make it. And I don't make it great, but I just keep making it. That's sort of the premise of this entire podcast. So well, I mean, why not? Well, perfect. You guys, little background. You know what? I'm going to give most of the background in the intro. So we're in Prague. Prague, the city of... Very rich in this hostel. There's a lot of, what did he call it? Not steeples, but he called it something. Spires. Spires. Of a hundred spires. Of a hundred spires. And that's, if you've never been to Prague, because lots of points on their buildings. Lots of pointy points on their churches and their not churches. Churches? Yeah, it just seems like everything looks like a church. That must have been confusing. Anyways, long story short, we met on a walking tour yesterday, and Logan is, just has the most interesting story. So... Well, where to begin, even? I mean, where do we begin? Wait, where are you from, first of all? That's honestly, that's probably a good start place to begin, because you might as well begin at the beginning, right? So, uh, originally, I'm from San Francisco, California. Um, Woohoo! I know, right? Bay Area, baby. Sausalito, gotta respect it. Um, But I lived in San Francisco uh, until I was 11 years old. Moved down to New Zealand for a few years, uh, because my family was just like... We hey, like, we bought a farm in New Zealand. A so, farm? What kind of farm? Wait, um, what? <laughs> so, uh, I guess, okay, so I'm, I've been strictly vegetarian my entire life. Um, Still? Well, I, okay, you watched me eat a chicken burrito today, so I'm not going to, like, I can't just be like, you know. I'm not going li- to, listen. I, I have, if I have to cop to lying about <laughs> veganism every once in a while. My, my 
theory on it now is that since I was raised uh, vegetarian through religious beliefs that I will get into shortly, um, I've realized that just in the past couple years, I wanted to at least try certain things so that I could know if I wanted to swear them off for the rest of my life. Yeah. I prefer being vegetarian for... (laughs) Well, which is vegan, so there's another story. <laughs> uh, but so I just decided that uh, try some things. I prefer to be vegetarian it, for moral reasons because cows have personalities and like will cry. So they I do. just yeah, I know. Next time you're eating a burger, just know that that mama cow is is weeping over the murder of her baby calf. Or her her yeah, I guess that's how it works, right? No. Do mom cows get murdered? Or they just do you know anything? Why would you know heavy stuff about the milk and meat industry? But well, so here's what you learn from watching Food Incorporated, the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh God! M- mother cows generally the milk cows don't get slaughtered. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I know that they have to induce birth in the m- milk cows so that they have the slaughtery have the yeah. cows. Oh. Well, okay. Oh, they just induce. We're not going to get into this, okay, you guys. That, that's a different a episode. And it's I'm not qualified to talk about the uh, milk of cows. I'm only qualified to talk about the milk of my people. Of almonds. <laughs> of almonds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, cashew milk, pretty good. Pistachio cashew milk, milk is good. Um, never had it. I've also never actually had it. I was going to Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. I guess if you can have milk from the other things, why can't there be milk from... Well, nuts make if milk. If one nut can milk, all nuts can... I didn't mean to turn it into milking nuts at this point, but well, no, it's it's too it's too early for that. No, yeah, we yeah. Just, we gotta wait till like the half hour point. No, exactly. Like you can't just go right out the gate. And just yeah, we haven't even like, started oh. talking about your dad. So yeah, okay, this is true. <laughs> um, so okay, uh, growing up in San Francisco, uh, you know, just the normal life. Um, I was two years old. My father came out of the closet. Realized he was a gay man. Go dad. Good for you. Um, oh, good mom, for him. Did he like really? Do you think he? I don't know. Have you ever talked to him about it? Uh, I've talked to bits and pieces, and I don't know a whole lot. Um, coming from a, a uh, religious upbringing and conservative... Uh, what religion were you when you were so, a bebe? Uh, well, okay. Again, loaded question. Um, okay. So I was raised under this religion known as Santmat. 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 Uh, it is not as cool as it sounds. No. Is um, it an umbrella from? Is it, does it stem? I mean, does it stem off of another religion? Um, or is I it would th- say that, like, if you think of Buddhism and Hinduism, and kind of like if, if they had a baby, okay. then that's probably what it would be, um, because it's it's just kind of very focused on peace. It's also if you were to look up, uh, I'm going to say this uh, once normally and then another time slowly, but uh, the Radhaswami Satsang Bayas which ah. is the Radhaswami Satsang Bayas, which is the actual people that are involved in the uh, Santmat. Um, and generally, it's, it's come out of the country of Punjab. And ah, usually... That's the, a country? It is. The more you know. Right? Like, it's its own country? Uh, I really hope so, or else my entire life has been based off of bullshit. Oh, I would have um, thought that was like... I, I mean, this podcast is rooted in my ignorance, but I would have thought maybe that was like a state in India. Um... You know, now I'm like, I was really confident coming into this, and now I'm like... But also, like, I was raised Catholic, and I thought that I was going to go to hell for not... Well, I mean, not Jesus is a white man that lived in the Middle East, right? Of course. Yeah, right. That's it how you knew that he was the one. Yeah, the one. That's he why was. when you eat the body of Christ, it's a cracker. Yeah, it's a white cracker. <laughs> yes. It's just so white and tasteless. Oh, just like people. Yes. Yeah. Just like all of my people. People Are people the other white meat, then? Probably. I mean... Oh, God. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't need it. Yeah. You, okay. So they don't <laughs> eat people in... 
well, Rashtamashish Samja. What is it? I'm sorry. I've Sanjma. already forgotten. It's okay. You can be insensitive. It's fine. Insensitive. In, insensitive? Um, <laughs> uh, right. So I uh, grew up in this religion, and the, the foundations of the religion are all very peaceful. You believe that everything is sacred. All animals are sacred. Um, people just have to co-inhabit things, mingle. You have to meditate for like eight hours a day. <gasps> um, I love it. That might be an exaggeration. Maybe it's only five hours a day, but still five fucking is hours like a day. Is it like if you're in the religion or is that if you're like a person who's like a religious Once you've been actually type. confirmed into the religion, then there are certain things you have to follow. Uh, you don't drink alcohol. You don't do recreational drugs. You don't do, Boom. I guess, other drugs. Um, you don't do prescription drugs? Do they like, are they healers? Dr- so they also believe, they don't believe in Western medicine. So I didn't have, I wasn't vaccinated until I was 18 years old. Um, that explains your personality. I know. It explains my personality and <laughs> explains why I have polio and like, all these well, other diseases. I'm horribly disfigured yeah, and exactly. I'm killing everyone around me. Well, I mean, God, I mean. Was that I'm, your own choice when you were 18? We're like, I'm getting vaccinated. It was one of those things where, like, I'd been thinking about it for a while. And of course, since I'd never been vaccinated, I'd never been around needles. So I was always just like, oh, oh God. But um, then when I was going to university out in Chicago, I realized that I needed to have my vaccination. Oh, it's mandatory, right? Yeah, it's absolutely mandatory. Like you can't there. come here, sick boy, with your weird exactly, religious, with, with your hippie vegetable eating diseases. <laughs> You're probably healthier than everyone. Uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> like not at all. Not even close. I mean, no, but it was, um, no, it was a time. Got like nine vaccinations in one day. Uh, which was a great time. I think were my you arms like, were noodles. Yeah, as I say, were you out of it for a couple of days? At um, least your arms. Surprisingly, I didn't get the sickness that a lot of people get when they're yeah. vaccinated. Um, I always hear about that, and I feel like I'm fine. Just the arm pain, but yeah, I mean, don't. But like, a lot in one day seems like I could see how someone could. Yeah, I think because I had five in one arm and four in the other. I think. Yeah, so like all the hepatitis is in one arm, and yeah. then everything else in the other, or right, something. Right. So I'm I'm really good for hepatitis on my right side, but like <laughs> God forbid it creeps up. But like if I nut from my left ball, you could get hep C. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or is it like the brain where like the the left nut is actually it's controlling actually the, the right, right side? Oh my God. I don't know. Is I that, mean, that's probably how is it how, brain, how the, it does work for men? Is I was going like, to say. I mean, the male brain is in the testicles. So. Oh my God. Yeah. So like creative men probably have a bigger right ball. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they always talk about lopsided testicles, so this I mean, is just... it's a real thing. Testicles are the tits it. of men. That makes me wonder if ovaries, we don't know it, but are like... I for sure have a lazy ovary. No. Just like one Do you know what side? Probably mm, the left. No, but probably the left judging by like my tits and my eye. Okay. Seems like my entire left side is just a little lazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there are you. At least it's not your right side. Yeah, I mean, I don't think why. I don't know. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I am right-handed. So, oh, but you're, what you're if part, I was completely ambidextrous? If it wasn't, <laughs> if it wasn't for this damn lazy ovary holding yeah. the rest of me down, should we have derailed. It, okay, it's, it's easy to derail. Some ju- some shit. <laughs> Santmat. Santmat. Maybe we should have gone over this before, but no, uh, it's, it's better it's this fine. way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'll say it wrong the entire time and feel bad and and worse. I, words are hard. Okay. It's okay. Like words are challenging, especially when you're dealing with Punjabi. Religions. You don't even know if this is a country. Okay, you know what? I'm pretty sure it's a country. Somebody I've, research this and tweet at me. Okay. okay. Yeah. I. No one will. No. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone probably knows that Punjab is a country. <laughs> They're just like you fucking idiots. I mean, whatever. Um, so yeah, it comes out, comes out of Punjabi. It's very very peaceful. I kind of the way I learned about it is like if you have, imagine this the Lord as this big golden ocean in the sky. Each 
person represents a single droplet a drop of, of the ocean. But not just people, also animals? Also animals, plants. anything that's living, plants, yes. So there's this mm. hierarchical system where you work your way up to heaven. So you start at the bottom and you're like a tree or a, a tree. flower or something. Yeah. Um, because you're alive, you're breathing, you're... But you, ha- you, can't, you don't have much free will, you're kind of trapped exactly. in your... But if you live a good life as a plant... I don't you know, might come back as a bee. Exactly. Now you can so fuck you, those plants. <laughs> yeah, and you can fuck those plants. What a plant uh, just squirting your pollen. I don't really know how pollination works. That's another podcast. Yeah, I mean... And to me, I think it's I bees th- just coming on. They're like, oh, yeah, take that. And I know that's not right. Well, I mean, like, what is it? The, the queen bee has sex with, like, 20,000 bees right, or something? Like, Why wasn't I born a queen bee? I was going to say. I mean, well, I mean... You we wanna, don't, you why are we slut-shaming bees? <laughs> hey, I'm not... I'm, I'm slut uh, Progressing. positive. Yeah. We're progressive... Women should be treated like bees. We should get to lay on our fat butts. And when you get stung, you die? No, that's... that's Oh, when we sting, we die. Yeah. Do queen bees have stingers? Yeah, all bees have stingers. But the queens... Are the queens, like, don't leave the... Well, no, because the queens are really hive? fat. Are and they like, all in hives? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, they're hives or boxes. And they're just considered a queen. That's what we should model our body standards off of, is like mm-hmm. the biggest woman in the room is the queen. You feed her and you fuck her and you bring her pieces of flowers or mm-hmm. however it works. And then you have her excrete her good honey juices. <laughs> and you're like, yes, queen. And she's like, like, I'm yeah. the queen. Okay, As I, she's just melting into the wall around her. <laughs> I'm actually just not imagining a person anymore, just some sort of weird honey monster. I'm, honestly, I'm imagining the bee movie. Um, ah. So I haven't seen it, but I hear... It's just top notch. I mean, you, if you've seen the YouTube video of it speeding up, you've seen. You don't you, need to watch. You've it. got the idea. A bee, a bee wants to fuck a woman. It's not. What is the world pleasant. becoming? What has the world been? That's <laughs> like, true. Uh, you got Sanha. You got Bee Movie. You got Jerry Seinfeld being like, "I'm a bee." What is a Sanha? Yeah. Is Punjab a country? <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, okay, wait. Let's get back. I'm okay, sorry. Uh, this is. Remember, I was like, "We're gonna keep it tight." Yeah, we're gonna keep it tight. We're gonna like not go over time. We're gonna go over time. <laughs> For, I'm keeping an eye on the time, so I'll let you know uh, when I, it's. I don't give a fuck. Um, Two fifty? Is that fair? Two. We started at one fifty. Whatever. Whatever. Well, I'll we we'll tell the story, and when we're finished, we're finished. Okay. That's kind of how I. That's how the somehow yeah. religion works. Well, I mean, that's also how I approach like uh, having sex with women. So, like in less than two minutes, if this was sex, we'd already be done if this was sex, probably. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you like, seem like I don't want to make snap judgments, but seems like you probably don't take that long. Based on your existence no, as no a, comment, you're a man. Like, okay, just because. Wow, that's that's. Sexist, no, maybe. Are right? you like into meditating? So I feel like meditating people okay. or your so religion. I tried was. to get into meditating when I was younger. It's hard because I, I thought that I needed to be confirmed into this religion, uh, and it is hard because all I could see because you're supposed to clear your mind and just think about your spiritual master. For me, my spiritual master was a man named Babaji. Uh, that's given to you, or is yes. that a, so okay? It's, it's the, oh, you uh, just get to make up a spiritual. <laughs> okay, if Baba I make G. up a spiritual master, his name sure as fuck wouldn't be Baba I mean, G. I don't know. Maybe what if you were really into Samhat? You're so close every time. Sam- Santmat. Santmat. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Um, again, if, if it's easier, you can just call them the Radha Swamis. I sure, don't know if that's that'll. Easier, the Radhi Swimmies. Sure, yeah. Radha Swamis. Uh, but so the spiritual master really just comes into play whenever. Whoever is actually the spiritual master at the time when you are born is when you. Is, That's is the your. One that you take so it. it's like sort of like the Dalai Lama of Santmat, but is it not? Is it not a living thing? Well, I mean, like he. So the imagine so Babaji, who is still <laughs> Just alive. Like Bobby G. Bobby Kenny G. G. Uh, Babaji. <laughs> I wish I knew his real name. I want to say it's like Gunther. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait. But it's not. I know it's not. It's like Gunder Surin. Babaji. And his Babaji. real name's just Harold. I mean, like, again, if, if anyone out there is... Uh, Bobby G of, is a member of pop group Bucks Fizz. I tried yeah, okay. to Google That's, it and it came up Bobby G. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's sort of like the Pope of Santa. Yeah, he's like the the uh, personification, the Messiah, if you will. Of he's the one who's channeling the exactly. So he channels the, the universe the Lord. or the. There's no God. It's all but it's like the, the Lord. The Lord, but it, the Lord is like a concept, yes. not like a a body, like a one. Exactly. We're um, all the Lord, but he's. Yeah, the most. I get, I get very quickly to, to wrap up. <laughs> just, I don't know if people will are even giving a shit about this idea of the hierarchy. <laughs> okay, but, wait. So there's so yeah, plants. plants. Then you got like uh, little insects. Then you have like fish. Then mammals. And then humans. And Where then about you, reptiles? They're reptiles, between fish they're, and yeah, they're somewhere in there. I don't know. It literally. I learned amphibians. about this from amphibians. <laughs> well, reptiles and fish. So it's like so fish, it's amphibians, like, reptiles, then mammals. Well, I mean, if you if you're a reptile and you fuck a fish, maybe you come back as an amphibian. A frog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where frogs come from. I mean, all these snakes are fucking all these salmon, and we keep getting a plague of frogs. Yeah. Oh, and so like you work your way up to human. Because yeah. humans invented the religion, and they're like, obviously, exactly. we're, we're like, at the we're top. The it's the, the same as how, like, years ago, we thought we were the center of the universe. Mm. Are, we, are we not? Has that been disproven I mean, or proven? Here's the thing about people shitting on the idea that we're the center of the universe. Realistically, nobody knows the outer limits of the universe, and technically, so technically, you can't say there are any, so every individual is the center of their universe, and everything expands from around them, but that's a whole different topic. That's too philosophical for Santmont. All right. That's. <laughs> that's yeah, it's like, we eat our spaghetti, we pray to Bobby G. If you <laughs> eat spaghetti, it's usually just like curry and rice oh. because it's Punjabi. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you guys don't have meat and you don't have spaghetti. No, yeah. So no meat. I mean, you can do you can do spaghetti. Everyone's vegetarian, so they got to get like carbs somewhere. Was this founded in Punjab or is this like something white people made a up? A lot of no, definitely. If you know what Babaji looks like, you know it's not a white person thing. Okay, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let's just say this: uh, September twelfth, two thousand one, Babaji couldn't get on an airplane. I see. Yeah. He lost his passport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's one of those tan people. He's tan. Yeah, he's he's tan. And and we all know what happened with racism and terrorism, and it's a whole. It's still happening. It's oh still god, happening. it's terrible. It, anyway, um, <laughs> so back to this. Peaceful I hate religion. everything. Yes, go back to um, Santmat. Aha! There you go. All I right. Did it. See, there you go. Learning. So once you become a people... Okay, once you become a person, a, hu- a human, uh, if you lead a good life, then you can find your way back to heaven. Uh, you ascend. But if, if you, even if you live a good life and you don't want to return to heaven, if you want to have another go at it, you can still resurrect back into another human. You get to choose? There's well, no... You never there, get like, you're done. You have to go. But again, you can decide if you're done. But like, because they're, they're especially... Again, I'm going back to like my childhood like uh, What you remember from... from yeah. This, but... Um, it was always described to me that every soul that is in person, in a person, if they were kind of pussies, I guess, and like didn't want to leave the comfort of their own home of the Lord, they would get like a special teardrop tattoo, and that teardrop tattoo. Uh, there are teardrop tattoos in Santma. <laughs> so, so I meant that kind of as a joke, but like oh, okay. literally the uh, the depiction in the children's book. But sort of like you're marked this, as like. They all had teardrop tattoos. Like you're. Oh, that's so interesting because yeah. it makes you wonder if that's 
if the teardrop tattoo actually goes deeper than just murdering someone and being in prison? I mean, it might, honestly. I've heard many different reasons for... So it's like a, some sort of mark saying, like, they've, you're technically, like, I'm technically could go to heaven. Kind of, I yeah. just chose to come back and be and among the people. Yes, be one with the earth once again. Was it, like, the idea that you'd come back and help humanity? Or that you're just too afraid to leave? Just that you're too afraid to leave. Like, there's no real... You can, you can say that you want to be righteous and spiritually one with everything. Yeah. But at the same time, if you lead a good life and you want to come back, that's also just like, maybe I just did, like, I was a millionaire and I had a good time. And but couldn't you come, come back, back and like, fuck it up? Would you have to go backwards? Oh, yeah. Then you fuck it up. So it's like, you then get you're to the back top, to being a then you're horse a yeah. <laughs> yeah, or something like, um, so yeah, it all kind of really depends on your take on life. Mm. But again, our human brains are not evolved or sanctified enough to be able to actually understand any of this. Yeah, because we... Well, we also just close so much of our brain off as we grow up from mm. being babies. Well, I mean, yeah. When you're a baby and you're, see, you're seeing everything, you're constantly It's like learning. you're on shrooms, as I somebody go, told yeah, me that exactly. recently. Like, more of your brain's open, and, like, to function, you start, like, shutting down parts just to mm. make yourself more efficient. Just to see it all. You just use what you need to use no, so absolutely. you can, like, get through society without being overwhelmed. I mean, because, I mean, growing up, you learn so much every day. I'm 22 years old. I don't learn shit sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll go, I'll go 36 I try, yeah. but it's like, as a kid, everything is like... I'll read a chapter of a book and be like, that's enough for this week. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the, we this go. week, and then that's like eight months later, like, yeah, I should get back like, to that I book. I remember I was reading a book that one time. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I didn't, I wasn't even paying attention when I read the chapter, so I just have to read it yeah. again. And then you get nowhere. You exactly. just keep reading the same. It's, it's, the it's amount of times cycle. I've read, what is it, Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, mm. like the first three chapters, I've never gone further. Damn. And every time I'm like, this makes so much sense. It's like, yeah, you've already learned it. And I'll be like, I feel, to be fair, the first time I read it, I felt like I was like, I feel like I already know this. <laughs> So it felt like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> but now it's like you literally have already read this. Yeah. I mean, then you'll read it again. You'll be like, wow, this is profound. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew this. Or I just repeat it months later. Like, I think I've thought exactly. of something. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Babaji. Yeah, So Babaji was what? Like the highest person repeating? He is the highest person right now. The person, well, he's also maybe the highest person. Who knows? But like. Does he? Um, well, I mean, you're not supposed to in Satma. You're not supposed to do uh-huh. any sort of recreational drugs. So I've kind of like already done everything that I'm not supposed to do in the religion. I yeah. kind of realized that it was all um, bullshit. I don't like using the word cult, but also like you pay a lot of money. Oh, well, you so pay- it's a cult. So what I've seen is that people will pay a lot of money to go and see this man who will then like just like Heal bow them? his head and pray. Kind of. Yeah. Like I've had, I've known people Christ. that have gone there. Yeah, well, kind of like Christ, but like, <laughs> but Baba G. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, this so. guy I'm talking to right now, he was in like, uh, just, well, it, he was in a country in South America, and he said that there's, this, no, this is totally different, but there's churches that sell plots of land in heaven. What you can buy? What do you want to grow some and crops? So it's like heaven? you're guaranteed a spot, like property, and people buy it. So that's not the same, but this is like guaranteeing your, what, yeah. that you're not going to go back to being a bear? I guess, yeah. Well, I mean, because again, like you can get forgiven for doing things. Like I could smoke some reefer and go to Babaji and be like, Babaji, I smoke marijuana. I've sinned. I have, well, not even that Forgive I've sinned. Forgive me, Baba, for <laughs> I have sinned. Mr. G. <laughs> <laughs> can I call you Mr. G? Yeah, Bob, is Baba okay? Yeah. Bob? Um, <laughs> Bob. Can I call you Robert? 
Yeah, can I call you Gunther? <laughs> <laughs> the hell is your name? Honestly, if someone look, please look it up. He's a he has a white and black beard, and he wear, has a turban on, and it's oh, that'll you'll find him. Yeah, right. He's so unique. Um, <laughs> but the person before Babaji, so like my mother is her spiritual master was Maharaji. Maharaji, okay, yeah. and that he ascended into the Lord, and then he yeah he he got sucked up into that that Lord water. Um, And then on his deathbed, he was like, all right, Babaji, you must take over Satmat. Okay, deuces. And died. Like, he was just like, bitches, I'm I'm out. The way the story goes for him is he was just like, I'm ready now. And then just like died. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, that makes sense. I feel like, I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's an ambulance. I hope it's not for Babaji. I mean, uh, he does have cancer, so. <laughs> oh no! Pray <laughs> so for Babaji. He'll, he'll know. He'll yeah. Pray, ha, can, what if he chooses pray you? For Babaji? Uh, he won't. He's like <laughs> Logan, worry. and you're like what? I mean, he does know me. What if he did, and then you were like, had, we're forced with this decision where you had to either r- Dude, reject Babaji, it. Babaji makes bank. I would do that in a heartbeat. I'd have to learn Punjabi, or I could just make it up. Uh, <laughs> like, no, this is the language, and like everyone is like, that is. He's just. Making noises. Yeah, exactly. This is the Punjabi, like, yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> odd. Um, so the way that you generally, I guess, practice satmat is much like going to church every Sunday. Every Sunday you go to satsang, ah. uh, which when you go, to, there's a big satsang. tent. Okay. Um, and inside the tent, there's a lot of chairs. It almost looks like a weird outdoor wedding. Was this in New Zealand? This was in. This is all over the place. Oh, this so it's, uh, it's everywhere. This is in New Zealand. This is in. So from the time uh, you were born, were both of your parents already in this? Uh, my dad thinks it's complete and utter bullshit. Was uh, he in it for a little while? No. <laughs> my mom is in it. My stepdad is in it. My siblings believe in the principles of it. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, and yeah. It's. So did your. Did your mom practice this while she was with your dad, and he just was like, "This is insane"? Or after no, they my, split up, when she's dad like, kind of like talk some sense into her. Oh. But also, like, I don't want to say that because, like, I don't want to. Like, my mom is incredibly intelligent and like knows yeah. what. Yeah. I mean, like, she she doesn't like meditate slash pray. Um, but you know, it's all about the the fundamental ideals, which okay. I don't disagree with. Obviously, I think I figured out this was bullshit to myself when well, I was so eight much years of religion. Old. It's like, oh, be a good person. Yeah, I don't need yeah. to. Give up my Sunday to Thank do you. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to drive 30 minutes and put $20 into a bucket to know that I need to not murder someone. You're right? Like, You're like, if that's, I mean, if that's why you go to churches because you need the reminder, please keep going. I mean, I, like, never stop going. Like, it's horrible that that's the reason some people don't murder. Yeah. And, and the reason some people do murder. So. Yeah. God. Uh, no pun. Oh, religion. Uh, but so you go to satsang and you hear some people chant. You okay. uh, drink a lot of chai. Ooh. Uh, and you Seems like something pe- women in LA would pay to do. I, I honestly think that like you could sell this as like a weird spiritual retreat to people in the valley. And I'm, my wheels are turning. I mean, Satmont hey, retreat 2019. I mean, I'll get some of the proceeds, but yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Let's start our own branch. So, I've been wanting to make a religion forever. Oh yeah, I mean, I hey, I believe it. I don't know, <laughs> God, there. I don't know how much time you have. I got. Oh, I got a lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, I don't know what okay. else would you like to know about Satmont. Well, Sa- what are there? Are there like weird religious traditions? 
So your mom Have was I into not it. Mentioned anything? <laughs> um, I mean, we, when we were sitting at lunch. <laughs> Someone at the table said that you have held a goat's uterus. Okay. That has nothing to do with the religion, really. That's just your grandma is a lunatic? So Just kidding, grandma. Are you listening? Grandma, we love, I love you. you. But um, there, I've done some crazy, crazy shit in my life. Um, that was not about the religion? Not really. I mean, there's I, kind of what? in a roundabout way, like six degrees of separation oh, kind of okay. way has to do with the religion. So living in New Zealand, I lived on a 50-acre farm. Um, okay. We had 50 sheep. Because New Zealand. Um, yeah, of course. But, of course, since all vegetarian and we don't do anything like that, we just use the sheep as our lawnmowers. Aww. Um, yeah, I know. It was cute. And, like, I got to raise sheep and, like, got, had some sheep that were, like... Were you friends with the sheep? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Did you Dandy, have, like, a favorite Dandy, sheep? I love you, R.I.P., Jolly, like... Aww. Honey, like, you're the shit. Aww, um, that's Had some cute. sheep that, like, literally thought they were dogs and would want to go for rides in the car. <gasps> Um, oh, this makes me sad that people eat meat, even though I, know, I don't right? know too many sheep eaters, but they're out there. She, I, mean, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I refuse to acknowledge uh, it. Once, <laughs> you've had, once you've had a lamb cough and die in your arms from pneumonia, that's tough. Tough to <laughs> want to be like, oh, fucking lamb chop. Euro. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Euro. <laughs> fucking lamb shawarma. Mm. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so see that okay, face. The, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> no, fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> I would have really uh, lame names oh, for my animal. Fuzzy I mean, and literally that lamb's and name. hairballs. <laughs> the lamb's name that died in my arms was named Lammy. So, oh, Lammy. Uh, I also did have a lamb chop, not to eat, but like a lamb a that was lamb. called lamb chop. Like oh, the, the like ego the on puppet. that thing must have been out of control. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm a lamb chop. Um, so I just remember there was one day living on this farm. We had a driveway that was about to use New Zealand terms, a kilometer long. Pretty long. Um, pretty long, because it would go up onto this hill. I remember one day I was driving down um, with my grandmother. We were going to go out to town or something. And we come across this sheep. It was Jolly lying out on the side of the road. Oh, no, Jolly. And we quickly get out, and we realize, oh, shit, like, this sheep is giving birth. Like, she's <gasps> in labor. So my grandmother quickly is just like, okay, Logan, like, you have to stay here. Uh, I Just to be... Uh, put this up front I was 11 um, okay so she's like Logan so, you stay here still with young the enough to be traumatized <laughs> exactly <laughs> well uh, that was not the first time I've been face to face with uh, a, a sheep vagina but um, oh, or, okay yeah I was oh. like well when, oh. when I was 10 and How I first discovered t- boners well oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no I'm not Scottish alright <laughs> um, so my grandmother goes up calls the vet vet's gonna take like 40 minutes to get there because we lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. Um, so we're down there and she's like grandmother starts like speaking to the sheep because she can I guess communicate with animals with, uh, your grandma's uh, with, Dr. Through her, Doolittle through her um, yeah, Dr. Doolittle Dr. Santmont yeah. um, <laughs> with her Santmont powers uh, okay. and she was talking to the sheep trying to comfort it and this lamb is, is getting born and it's this beautiful moment like this slippery oh. little sheep comes out of course like mama sheep Jolly's just freaking out like meh like it's really, crazy really like, getting it out there. Yeah, sorry. I gotta let you keep going. No, you're, you're Which is like, fine. as a person, you get told, like, you're pregnant, and you're going mm-hmm. to have a baby, and there's this whole process. And as an animal, it's just like, oh! Like, oh, something's happening. <laughs> my body hurts! <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the biggest shit <gasps> of my life. Um, well, I mean, which is also fucked, because we didn't have any male sheep. What? Yeah, so... Or all of our male sheep were, like, ballless. So, so Jolly is, like, the merry... Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's amazing. Oh, fuck. 
Um, yes. So you in, think like what a stray sheep? I think that there was a ram that got in, like jump hopped our fence and was just like, I'm going to go fuck this sheep. And uh, then dipped out, went back to his other ram bros and was like, oh. yo, I got some like Classic sweet tail man. over there because our sheep still had tails. Um, <laughs> sweet tail because they had tails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so. Well, then right. she's asking for it. Well, I mean, God, she was in heat. What so a tail, huh? She, she had a delicious, bloody sheep vagina that that ram wanted Could not every resist. part of. Oh, so, God. Uh, this lamb is getting born, and it's completely natural, everything. The placenta comes out. It's this beautiful moment, or what I believe to be the placenta. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how it works. Uh, I mean, God, I've watched women give birth multiple times, so... Multiple um, times? Multiple times. Is that part of the religion? No. Or just coincidences of people in I your life? I have two younger siblings. And they've given birth? No, but I... I was like, you're pretty I young. I mean, I was there when they were both born. Uh, they were born at home. So. How much younger are they? Uh, so I'm 22. One is six years younger than me, and the other is... Oh, my God. Do math. Nine years younger than six me. Six and nine. Yeah, so 13 and 16. Wow. Yeah. And you watch them get born at home? Yep. Is that part of Saint-Mat? Nope. That's, That's just, just your mom's of, choices. I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a film student. <laughs> um, you're, looking, you're looking at the director and producer and cinematographer of oh, both I would of my I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say producer. Uh, that seems... <laughs> Okay, problematic. Uh, can I say, like, do I have executive producing powers? Yeah, like, some type of, yeah, maybe. Like, um... Associate producer? Okay, the AD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, it wasn't my first experience being around live birth. Okay. So I was pretty comfortable so like, with here it. we go again. I was just like, this is a sheep. I'm not going to be horrified or scarred from this. It's like, meh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, little did I know, though. Um, so, remember, 11 years old. All of a sudden, the sheep starts to freak out a bit more. And the one giving birth, the, the mama sheep, okay. Jolly. Jolly starts kind of braying and free, freaking out a bit more, and something else starts to come out of her. And at first, we were like, oh shit, twins. But it was just like the. But it was just, uh, oh, your uterus is prolapsing. Is cla- out oh, of your no. Body. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm in so much pain. Just. No, I know, right? Uh, that left ovary is. is uh, oh, it's like when. If, oh, no. Yeah. What happened? Well, it was. It came out. My grandma was like, "Oh my god! Like, we can't let this get dirty." Uh, Logan, you have the smallest arms. I need you to hold this uterus up back in, your, in the sheep. Oh, you have to like. So you had to put your arms in the sheep. So here I am, eleven years old, a You're sheep like, uterus. Finally, gonna in my finger arms, somebody. And I'm just like, <laughs> not my first time in a sheep. <laughs> oh God. Um, like just another day at the office. Another day at the office. You know, just shoving a uterus back into a sheep oh, vagina. Joe. Um, I, I'm going to make a, make a, this doesn't work on a podcast, but like, just, just. <laughs> he's doing like a, the V, like he, like, okay. So he's imagine, like, up, um, imagine like. Lion King. Yeah. Up into her. Yeah. Like so you're Rafiki Lion King. is holding Simba, presenting him to the crowd. But it's and just Simba your little. Simba is a uterus. Oh, and you're, the crowd is the inside of this sheep. Yeah. Well, the air is the inside of the sheep. And oh, okay. So anyway, up to my elbows in sheep puss. Um. You know, and of course, she's not happy about it. No. I mean, how could you? You're getting double stumped by a... After your uterus just prolapsed. I yeah. can't even... Oh, God. So, I never want to have children. I mean, imagine... imagine. I'm keegling someone, right now, and I bet everyone listening is too. Imagine feeling someone, like, handling your uterus. I mean, I've, I've had... 
uh, pap smears and ultrasounds, and that's enough, mm. and that's just barely. But like, like, but that's like squeeze, hands squeeze, on. Squeeze your own. So your arm hands right are also. Oh god, I can't. And like, imagine that. Oh. Uh, but like, oh. on the, in, in the uterus. So I'm holding this this uterus inside of the sheep. Um, For how long? So I was. The whole ordeal. So the vet was on her way 40 minutes. I was probably holding it for 20 to 25 minutes. You were sheep deep for 25 minutes. Sheep deep, 25 minutes. <laughs> sheep yeah, deep. elbow deep in this sheep. Um, <laughs> get that trending. Yeah. Elbow deep in a sheep. Make that a hashtag. Um, so it, it was a, again, it, what started as a beautiful experience was very quickly becoming a nightmare. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. And just... Anyway, and so is the, the sheep vet, like flipping out too? Oh, no, she was freaking out. But again, since my grandmother speaks to animals, sheep, yeah. uh, she was just like, "Shh, it's okay, girl. Like, you'll be okay." Like, Logan Oof. knows what he's doing. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and eventually, she stops like kicking around and flailing, and starts to like calm down and soothe. And my grandmother's like looking into her eyes and die, um, <laughs> like just tell, literally using telepathy uh, to, to, to speak to the sheep. And so, your grandma's also a Santmat. Oh yeah, she's she's like the OG Santma in okay. my family. Um, she started so this. The well, I, I guess the correct term would be the OG Satsangi. Ah. Yeah. So the vet finally shows up and like quickly rushes up to me. She's like, "Hey, like you're doing great, son." She called me son. That was fun. Um, <laughs> didn't know her. Uh, it was great. Son. Uh, she's like quickly checking the sheep's vitals and like make sure the sheep's doing okay. And so she's just like, "You're doing a great job. Like you're you really are helping to save this sheep." And then she like shines some light in the sheep's eyes and takes like looks back at me and kind of just leans back a bit and it's just like, yeah, this uh, this sheep has been dead for ten minutes. See, oh no. Also, like, did um, she have to put a time on it? She didn't need to tell you that you've been need, no, arm no. deep in Again, a dead she, sheep. I could have been there for an hour. Like, arm deep in a dead sheep. What yeah. is this podcast? <laughs> it's the best one, clearly. <laughs> um, so that was. That was certainly an ordeal. Oh, I that's guess traumatizing. I probably should have noticed when rigor mortis was starting to set in. But oh. like, you're like, I think she's just calming down. I think she's just fine. Like, she just gave birth. Maybe she's just relaxing. Maybe she's tense. <laughs> like, oh, jolly! Yeah. Did the little sheep survive? Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> I mean, still, <laughs> like, she. I mean, you know, fine for being not like Having growing a- up motherless. Which, if if you're a motherless person, you know you're not fine. Yeah, but you're not fine. But at least your mother didn't die with the little boy's hands. Hopefully, God is. If this is triggering someone, that I'm is sorry, very get rare. In, get in and touch, honestly, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yep. Yeah. Please do come be a guest. Okay, wait. So, you killed a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I know it went everything against the religion. I'm gonna become a bear next time. Like, wait. So, <laughs> speaking of bears, let's yep. get back to your dad. Okay, great. Is he a bear? We uh, don't know. No. Um, so. Okay, so he came out when you were two? Yes. And then were your parents already split up at my, that point? My parents married in 93. Hang uh, on. This fucking... Uh, I love me. how insensitive I get when I'm like, someone's probably dead. And I'm like, come on. Oh, shut the fuck The sheep's been on. dead for yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they married in '93. Okay, they married in '93. Oh God, you're so young. Yeah, I know. I'm. I was born in '95. Um, <laughs> my dad came out in '97, and according to my mom, who has just told me so much about this, I you're like you could have not to, to told any, me all to these. anyone else uh, out there that uh, has had their mother tell them that they were that I, that you were an accident. Like that's 
Like, you know, oh, you know how I'm feeling. Um, also, how do you also, make to, that big of an accident with someone who doesn't even want to have sex with you? Oh, God. I mean, I slipped and I fell a into a, a bowl of semen he had. <laughs> well, I mean, I also have learned, like, I have been told my conception story. That's nice. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, what is Mom. it? Tell us. Uh, Unload. So they, no pun. Like, Hearst Castle. I've been to the Hearst Castle with a person who's a man who I was like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Did you guys like do it at the castle? No. Did they do it at the castle? From what I can understand? Yes. But people have told me that that's impossible. I've never been to Hearst Castle. Don't really have a desire to go there. You could do it. Yeah. I mean, I imagine you could do it like in a bathroom or like if there's a lot of room, if no one was around. Oh, yeah. It's definitely doable. It was either at the castle or because of the castle. So Uh, one of the two. Turned on from this um, castle. I mean, I don't know if it was like... I didn't get into like positions with my mom because I was kind of just like, that's enough. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's enough information. Oh God. So yeah, that's yeah. you don't need to ask that. So anyway, the, my, my dad came out and my mom was, she should have known if the castle was it? his idea. Yeah, I know. God, go to like, a castle. See some pretty colors. Um, <laughs> so she, came, she was fine with it. I mean, she, like, she wasn't relatively fine with it. like, apparently she like left me in my crib for four hours and uh, went outside and sat on the steps and smoked two packs of cigarettes. So, you know, deal in your own way. My mom doesn't yeah. smoke anymore because... Because of that day. Well, because of that day and also because of the fucking religion. But Oh, um, yeah, because she got into the it. religion after that? No, she was in the religion before that. She but was then just, she was also just rebe- rebellious. Apparently, she fucked a lot of Oakland A's players. Oh, hey, Mom. Um, How do you so, know you're yeah. not the son of an Oakland A? Because I'm not athletic. Oh, that, that makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I am the son of a gay trombonist. <laughs> you know, it's good to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, at least I have an identity. So, then they, like, he came out and they split up. I mean, he, yeah, they split up. Nobody he, ever talks about that part of, like, when someone's, like, they finally came out. You hear the story of, like, you hear people going, like, how brave, good for them, yeah. for being them tru- their true selves. And you don't, no one ever thinks about, like, the partner that was, like, okay, well, but I'm happy that you're being true to yourself, but my whole life has just been a lie. <laughs> yep, kind of. I mean, which I always think about that because I'm like, that's hard, and I don't think people get credit for how hard that is to go. No, absolutely. Oh, I'm not at all what you want, but you just pretended. With I was yeah. your pretend thing. I was your. I was the beard. Yeah. <laughs> I was the beard. So they came out. They came out. He came out, and then they pretty much. I mean, they split up pretty like, quickly. It was kind of just like, oh, I'm gay. All right, bye. All right. Well, I'm gonna go so, to New Zealand. Well, so that's when. So they're. In, uh, Randomly, so we lived in like north of Seattle for like a couple months and then moved back down to San Francisco. I was born in San Francisco, moved to Seattle for a couple months. Dad came out, moved back to San Francisco. Of course. Uh, my dad stayed in Seattle. Um, oh. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, in Seattle. You wouldn't go to San Francisco, right? Like, they don't, they're not appreciative of that there. Yeah, no, they um, just don't even understand gay culture no, in exactly. San Francisco. So I, that's where I, I grew up in San Francisco. And then my grandmother moved down to New Zealand, was like, or not moved, but like visited New Zealand and came back and was just like, hey, so. Um, we should guys, go to New Zealand. Uh, I bought you a farm. You either. Your grandma bought you a farm? Yeah, uh, bought, well, not me, my mom and well, my yeah. stepdad, like after they'd also had two children. Um, okay. I bought you a farm. You can either move down to New Zealand and live on this farm. Or I bought you a farm and paid off the mortgage for no fucking reason. Oh, so, grandma guilt. Grandma guilt. And also, that's insane. Yeah. But cool, well, I'm going to sell the farm and make money off of well, it. Well, here's the thing about the farm. Um, actually, I don't know legally how much I'm allowed to say about the farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we'll do um, then. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
But it, apparently, like, no one can ever sell it. It just exists. It just exists as its own. So property. we can't go into We can never know how your grandma acquired this farm. No. I have no what? idea. I know who, from who she acquired it, and it was this great man named Dick. And he, he's dead now. He's a dead dick. Dead but, dick. Yeah. They're all dead to me. Oh, man. R.I.P. Uh, dick. Uh, but thank you for the farm. Wait, is it still in your family? Yeah. They still live there. Oh, your parents well, do? Or your... Some of them do. Your well, mom? Yeah. It's they, a huge farm. It has a lot of fruit. A lot of shit. Like, what kind of... What does it grow? So, avocados, lemons, oranges, kiwi fruit, Ooh. tamarillo. Um, I don't even know what that is. Tamarillo? Yeah. So, I realized for the longest time... It's spelled T-A-M-A-R-I-L-L-O. Ah. And for the longest time, me being Tamarillo a, by morning. Yep. That was how... that I think it's still how they call the fruit. That makes sense. There's a Mexican restaurant in Alaska that everyone calls Gallows, and it's like... Oh, my God. Well, you don't know. Oh, man. It's... Yeah, you don't know unless you've ever met someone that would be like, no, the L's make... Like, why don't you... Sound it sounds so... Like, it seems so obvious now. Yeah, well, so mean, they still live there. They still live there. Fruit farming. Um, we don't have the sheep anymore. They all died. Well, the sheep became fucking assholes. They uh, turned on you. Kind of. Black sheep, you know? Have you ever seen the movie? Oh, with Chris Farley? <laughs> oh, no. It's no, a great movie. <laughs> I think it was a horror movie about, like, sheep that, like, started eating people or something. Did that I happen? I never saw... No. Is that what happened it's to your grandma? <laughs> no, my grandma still lives there, tending to the farm, and, like, I think that people can go and, like, Now she talks to the avocado. Long. Oh, they, like, Airbnb it? Kind of, yeah. That's how we make money. That's cool. It's fun, yeah. So you came back... And when did it. you leave New Zealand? So I left New Zealand. So I moved down there uh, beginning of 2007 left mid 2009 okay because education system not very good um, does not surprise me with there's nothing to do with new zealand and everything to do with you being on a giant farm that no one is close to well, you. yeah i mean but it was also because of the schooling i had loved my schools there they were really fun uh until i went to this catholic school and had to sit and i didn't uh i was once i don't want to say abducted but like were you abducted my <laughs> Uh, I had a carpool coming back from one of my schools one time that we literally pulled off onto the side of the road and they spent 45 minutes explaining to me why I needed to find the Lord Jesus Christ because they found out that I did not own a Bible. Uh, I did not read a single passage from the Bible until I was 13, 14 maybe. So they like... So they were just like, you are a sinner and I am going to save you. And uh... just did not bring me home. Refused to bring you home until you what? Said that you... Until I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go get a Bible. And then I was like, Mom, don't make me carpool with these crazy people. They're crazy. These crazy Catholics. Of course, then they were probably just like these crazy Punjabi religions. Yeah, like they're like these Santmats and they're... Yeah, these Santmats and they're Cheap sacrifices. And yeah, it wasn't exactly. a sacrifice. She was dying. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but yeah, so I didn't read any, do any other kind of religious thing. But yeah, I was the only person in eighth grade that knew how to divide in New Zealand. Whoa. Yeah. I was that like put a, that like caused pain in my body. That's Divide, so horrifying. Uh, get this: uh, add or subtract fractions with different denominators. No. And in eighth grade. Eighth grade, going into ninth grade. Christ. And I was the only person that knew how to add numbers that had decimal points in them. <laughs> like no one could do like what is four point eight plus five point two. What? Why? No. <laughs> yeah. So is that like common of New Zealand? I don't think so because there's just a like lot the area of smart you're in. People there. Yeah, I was like, what? But they also go to year thirteen. Oh, so they have a little extra time. Yeah. Okay. A little extra time, and then. Or does that include kindergarten? Technically. 
Well, no, because we they go have, to our thirteenth year. They also have kindergarten though. Uh, so they okay. have kindergarten, primary, uh, intermediate, college, advanced. meaning high school, oh. and then university. Mm, and then okay. there's like technical university, like you would do in the states as well. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, very interesting. Um, yes. So you came back from there. Came back from there. Did you go live with your dad? Yeah. So I moved to Seattle at that point. Let's get my into dad. that. Okay. Because, I mean, what like early two thousand? You said two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So, so it's was, not like yeah, we were 14. in a world of like people. It, it was better than it had been as far as people being okay with oh, yeah. homosexual I mean, stuff and like. I mean, plenty like, of people are out and about yeah, exactly. by two thousand nine. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I know. So when I moved back. Um, my dad, who is now married. What grade Brandon. are you in, by the uh, way? I went back to start high school. So okay. I went back to start my ninth grade. Okay. Um, ninth grade, first time I ever took a test. First time I ever... I also went to a Montessori school. Maybe I should have mentioned that. But, oh. Um, first time I ever took a test. First time I ever had to write an essay. And I think my first... We had quints. What? Instead of terms. Oh, or semesters. just like quarters? Quints. They were like... There were five of them. Fives. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. But um, I think the first test I ever took in the first essay I ever wrote. Uh, I just got hardcore F's on them because <laughs> I, like, I, I don't I never, know how to do this. I was this. like, uh, what, is a, what is a paragraph? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't um, understand. What is a thesis statement? Um, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so I had to learn what a thesis statement was at like 14 years old. And you were like, oh, I, I guess like, I'm kind of far behind. Yeah, thankfully I found like improv and like some other ways to outlets yeah outlets to get my like <laughs> social anxieties and just to, like, like my spirits up to just like let me channel all of my uh weird uh, bullshit into yeah, me feeling like a fucking idiot yeah, exactly <laughs> definitely the fucking idiot part. what is a paragraph <laughs> <laughs> it's like a paragraph um god that's crazy an indent i don't uh, understand i had never double spaced before oh wow uh, the first time i ever tried to double space i literally put two spaces in between words Oh, because I did not know what the fuck I was doing, That's and I was crazy. like, "This seems like a really stupid way to write a paper." Like, this doesn't. This is dumb. Yeah, These people like, are idiots. Yeah, I was like, "Why wouldn't you just uh, like put an extra line in between the other?" <laughs> You're lines? Like, that seems like it'd be easier <laughs> yeah, to that read. That would be so much better to write comments in. And like, okay. Um, but yeah, so living living with with my dad was is fantastic, and I kind of never really think about the fact that when I think of like a father. Like, I usually don't have the same idea. Obviously, like, the same ideals of, like, uh, a leader and um, someone that, like, cares about you and you absolutely have unconditional love for, Bob. I mean, maybe everyone has different ideas. Uh, fathers, my dad abandoned like, me in a Waffle House. So, uh, but well, but you have the, the standard, like, yeah, I can go standard, to this person like, for advice. Exactly. Like, this person cares about me. He's great. You probably don't um, do play but catch. I also... Yeah, we we play catch and like, but like my dad's not like, I'm a beer. I'm give yeah, me a whiskey and a beer. NASCAR. Like, yeah, exactly. And my dad's like... This Pinot Grigio is too dry. <laughs> Your dad is or, refined? Yeah, my dad is classy AF. Um, yeah, you're like, I can interior decorate my own home because of my oh, father. Yeah. I mean, like, my dad... I don't want to say he didn't let me dress myself. Probably for, for the best, though. Probably for the best. I mean, what an advantage to, like, have, a, like, as a young kid trying to be... Especially, like, in high school where you're like, I just want people to fucking think I'm cool and like yeah. me. And then you have... Someone, anyone with fashion sense who's willing oh, yeah. to go, no, 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 no. Well, but my dad also likes to sometimes push an envelope with fashion so sense. So he's like, let's get eccentric. So he was like, a bow tie. Yeah, ninth grade, first day of school, pink polo shirt. 
I didn't wear that, but like it, it would be that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, I love that. But I mean, because once he realized what my fashion was when I was 13 years old, uh, I also be, used to be really fat, uh, just saying. Okay. Um, I'd like to think I'm not fat. You're not <laughs> but, fat. Uh, thank you. Uh, but you were like my, baggy t-shirts with like. No, it was like uh, 80 degrees up, sweatshirt, sweatpants. Yeah, okay. Like Oof. that's who I was. Uh, never cut my hair. Like, oh, I was, I was like literally. Grunge. Yeah, kind of just disgusting. Yeah. Um, okay. So I. Uh, and he's like, "What have I done?" Kind of. Some so, I mean, Surat. What like, are the names? Yeah. What did I do to deserve this? Babaji. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a weird documentary. It's movie. probably um, a yoga position or something. I wouldn't be surprised. But I know. Yeah. So he. Did, did a lot for me and then was just like you're gonna wear this button down shirt and I was just like then that became my thing for a while button down shirts yeah were they the ones with flames on them and stuff no <laughs> they, they, I so I have a very distinct color grade that I wear okay and that is either blue or black <laughs> okay so you're like um, stay in my lane stay in my lane blue plaid was like my go to for the longest time do you have like several blue plaid shirts several is an understatement okay like, so you just have like Dug the cartoons closet worth of yeah exactly blue plaid <laughs> yeah. blue plaid I think so I mean obviously I'm in Prague right now I think the only things I have are blue shorts black shirts <laughs> and one blue shirt you have a look and you're like in case we want to do something fancy I did bring this blue t-shirt in case I want to do something fancy I did bring this blue t-shirt and a pair of jeans <laughs> of <laughs> blue jeans <laughs> just really so, great. Yeah. Um, so he was very, very good when it comes to that. Um, I, there, you never really think about your father prancing into a room. No. No. But your dad did. Your dad. I mean, like inadvertently. If, if, you, if you were to see, if you were to like see my dad walking down the street, you would have no idea he was gay. Okay. Like, he's not like he's the not caricature of people flamboyant. creative like gay yes, people. Yes. Exactly. Like. He's not going around. Hello, like no- ladies. Yeah, nothing like that. It's more just like there. There are times where when he's very comfortable, it, it can come out. It slips it, out. It is some funny shit, like because he's just very refined and like is. I don't want to say proper because like so kind of sophisticated. Yeah, very yeah. sophisticated. It's um, good taste. Yeah, <laughs> very good taste. Um, so anyway, yeah, like every now and then you just see some things where like. You're just like, like my, oh, yeah. my dad, my dad will uh, commonly just hit me with a girl. And <laughs> you're like, okay. And I'm just like, hey, dad. <laughs> yeah. Dad. Well, I mean, I'll usually girl back at him, but like, yeah. bitch. Like, yeah, do you pick up like tendencies from that? Or so, like, uh, for a lot of my life, people have thought I'm gay. Okay. Uh, and I think that just become comes from this. I'm not, but like people come, like just assume that because everything that I've picked up, I've generally picked up from my dad. Yeah, it's so your dad, uh, or or you were living with women. Exactly. So I like if I'm not acting like my dad, I'm acting like my grandma. So <laughs> <laughs> like I know um, I once was trying to explain this to my dad while I was in high school, and he just didn't get it because I and I was just like, well, dad, let me paint a picture for you. Uh, so Logan Salvador, gay dad. Uh, button-down shirts every day. Musical theater. Big into it. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite musical you've ever done? That I've ever done? Or been a part of? That's tough. Favorite um, musical in general. Forget that. So, okay. For the longest time, it was... Uh, I don't know. That's really tough. There's a lot of good musicals. Um, I was in Beauty and the Beast one time. That was <gasps> awesome. I was LeFou. Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask if you were Cogsworth, but that's just... I wanted to be Cogsworth. Only because you said you were a fat, and I feel like that's a good fat role. It, well, I mean, so is LeFou. <laughs> oh, LeFou. You said LeFou, and I thought of... Um, 
thought of the candle for some reason. Oh, Lumiere. LeFou's perfect. Yeah, LeFou was great. I was. Kind I of wanted to be LeFou. I was like, <laughs> Every, everyone wants to be LeFou. That's like anytime I've auditioned for musicals or musical thing. I haven't done like a lot of auditioning for musicals, but for some reason, if like we need you to sing a musical type of song, yeah. I'll always sing. LeFou, the Gaston. No one yeah. drinks like Gaston. Which is so, people are always like, why? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's just because I'm a, a weird <laughs> it's, monster lady. It's It was a great time. I love doing musicals. I still love doing theater. And I So like, you had all these like things that people... Had all these things. And then I was trying to just be like, and like I will walk around and like... Yeah, exactly. Do you sashay a little? I mean, there are times where like... I used to... <laughs> I used to do this thing where I would like snap a lot like snap to like either make a point and then like, point at yes, people yes when like, you like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> oh yeah kinda. girl <laughs> yeah exactly bitch uh, so you yeah. know and then my dad was just kind of like alright yeah I get it I, I get, get it, it. Um, did you get bullied for that no I mean no? Uh, my high school was very super Seattle, progressive Seattle so I feel like it's like pretty god these motherfucking someone... dead people in yeah. Prague <laughs> fucking A find another street <laughs> honestly die somewhere else yeah, god um, um, yeah, I never, oh. yeah, never got bullied for it. My graduating class only had 82 people in it, so that was pretty small. Oh, um, wow. So if anyone was getting bullied, they'd get like immediately just like, you fuck you for it. Yeah. I'd be um, like- so it was it, like, I loved the school I went. I learned a lot, got to, um, got to really like figure out like who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then going to college was just even better because I got to forget about all of that and focus on who do I actually want to be. Who do I actually want to be? Not who do I want to be in the context of who do I think the people around me expect me to be? Exactly. Interesting. It's, a lot of people think that it was a lot easier to like be friends with people when there was 82 people in your class. But it's also very easy to stand out. Yeah. Which is not a good thing sometimes in high school. I yeah. Think. Like, I, sometimes you, you just want to blend in. Blend into the crowd. And sometimes just like, I just want to be LeFou. Yeah, exactly. Well, not LeFou because <laughs> that motherfucker stands out. Oh, so much. But. Did. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Did having. Um, this is just, I mean, every question I've asked is stupid probably, but having a gay dad do you think it like did it make you like question your own sexuality or anything there were times where i was just like, like this in is contrast all... to that i mean like in in a sense to like the the relationships that i was seeing most was my dad and his partner my dad yeah it's not like my dad like fucked around a lot like my dad has been married to this guy for four, so your dad four and like years. whoever he's dating yeah so i just like i see a see, lot like, of male male relationships, relationships. Yeah. yeah and so it's it's never been something where i've just been like I want that because I realized pretty You're early on I don't. Not attracted, but yeah. I it's it's I would be lying if I said that it was never something that had crossed my mind, which is why I don't really give a fuck about like sexualities or anything. Yeah, because well, like, it's also just like the just potential dynamic that would happen, and you can't like make blanket assumptions. But like between like a male and a male partnership, there are things that are probably going to be different with a male and a female. Mm-hmm just because male-female brain or whatever. Exactly. You know, or like female identifying or whatever you want to call it. But so to not see that and then to be like, well, time to go out in the world and interact with women, even though I don't know how they date people. I mean, I get... Yeah, it's very strange because I know I like... I would say probably the majority of my friends are female. I find like... And a lot of people are surprised that I can just like go up and talk to someone. They're always just like, God, like you're talking to this person. Like you're you're such a flirt. And I'm just like... I'm talking to them because they're a fucking person. Yeah, like, you're like, I just am friendly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I'm, you don't have to be attracted to everyone of the opposite gender. Yeah, you can like, just talk to you can exactly. have, You don't have to, like, want to fuck everyone you see. <laughs> exactly. I know. 
why is that a weird concept for people to grasp? I don't know. Because of porn, but... Yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. Oh, well, that seems like best case scenario then. I'm just picturing the, like, classic sitcom-y young kid talking to his dad about, like, I'm having girl travels, and then your dad being like, yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean... Good luck out there. (laughs) I don't know that I've actually ever gone to my dad during a time of, like, crisis to be like this issue going on to like seek advice more just to be like you'll get through it son yeah <laughs> like, um but i mean i've talked to my dad about like ideas on marriage and having children i mean i've like yeah you know because my dad had me when he was 25 i'm uh. 22 now so like my dad met my mom at my age and oh like, wow that's, that's is that crazy to you do you have like any desire to have kids no at I all. mean, no. like there, there's this desire where I think that like I think being a father would be fun, but uh, I kids make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so being around a child is my favorite part about being around kids is getting to leave them. Yeah, you're like this was like, fun. Goodbye. Exactly, and I, I have good friends of mine that like have kids, and like I have gone over and we've played board games and like hang out and it's fun to hang out with the kid and there's been that moment of just like oh my god like I've watched this kid grow like yeah. I've seen him go from being an infant that can't do shit to being a one and a half year old that like is trying to formulate words to explain that he wants his bottle like yeah you're like that's a miracle that that's I crazy. want no bottle exactly. I'm just like there, but there's time where I've just been like I can feel like genuine love for this child Aww. and then I'm just like Oh God! But get him away from me. But, I, <laughs> like, but he smells like poop, and I have to go. Exactly, and is is no fun. Oh my God! So the huh? No, I just the kids. I don't know. Yeah. I have ovaries, and it pains me. It it was a tough conversation to have with my dad about the idea of marriage because obviously for the longest time you're like you know that thing can, that like you can yeah. now he can but it's like no I mean he's been he's married so yeah. like, good for him I got to be my dad's best man <laughs> thank god wedding. so I could talk about this with you exactly well I mean not even that but just like because I had my own reservations on the idea of marriage because yeah. it's just like I like this idea of like you could spend your whole life with someone but yeah theoretically it's yeah. great like to me it's, I've always felt like and I repeat this endlessly but like the idea of finding someone who you stay in love with forever is beautiful and I think Absolutely. it's possible but i think it's very rare and we're taught that it's the norm when it is actually the exception because you just grow differently and then we see relationships failing as or like relationships ending as a failure yeah when it's like no you had a relationship you went different ways it happens it sucks but like but we go like oh oh, it fell apart i mean one of my the craziest things i start to hear and i mean this has been talked about in media a lot but just this idea of when you're in a relationship you stop becoming an i and you become a we and to me, that yeah. is the stupidest so fucking codependent. thing you can possibly do in a relationship. And it's and a like, thing I've done. Pretty, yeah, it's exactly. bad. It's no, like a habit same. I'm actually trying to break. I have to be like, I can't date anyone until I figure out how to not yeah. be consumed in that person. Well, because it's so easy to forget like that like you both came from different backgrounds. You both may have different dreams and desires. But at the same time, you just want to be with each other. Because I love this person. Yeah. But it's just, you just like you... We're in the same place at the same time and realize that you both wanted to like fuck and like, and, like you kind of get along and you yeah, get like, along and but you don't have to like wrap yourself uh, yeah. up in that person for every people get like really intertwined. It's ridiculous. When it's like you could have a partner and not have that be your entire life. Yeah. hundred percent. That's I guess the term partner is like, yeah, it's a th- like we are there for each other, but also yeah. we do fuck yeah. religion. Let's let's close on because we've gone all over the map and there, I could talk to you for hours, but mm-hmm. like what are you so you got out of that religion got out of something but 
did you just go like full atheist? Oh yeah. Fuck this. I I mean, well, because then when I started to really think about religion and. Um, I mean, when I was trying to figure out something, I was like, I'll be a Greek mythologist. Like, I believe in Poseidon. And then I was like, "Ah, this is bullshit. Like, uh, this is even more bullshit. Um, (laughs) You tried to get into Greek mythology as an actual religion? When I was like, okay, well, fuck you, first of all. You, well, what, people believe that... I mean, I'm laughing. Virgin, I believe like, that, like, I came from a star. So, like, okay. which isn't technically wrong, so technically we've wrong, all come from stardust. So, but I... I'm when, on your podcast. I can't fall over laughing at that. So. I've, yeah, I mean, you can and be like, you're uh, a psycho. I've shroomed out and been like, I come from that star specifically. I can oh, feel it. Fun. So, I had a odd shrooms experience that kind of like summed up life and religion to me that um, just kind of cemented my idea of being an atheist. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Because my main yeah. mind, I think I became more agno- agnostic or like open to something mm-hmm. when I did shrooms. But anyways, tell me your story. Uh, so I know I like, I it was during a bad part of a trip. So that's oh, usually oof. where it comes. But um, I kind of just had this idea of life as a number line. Oh. Um, there's never any going back. There's only going forward. And mm. no matter where the number line starts, a number line always has to have an end. Interesting. And no matter what you do in your life, it doesn't affect the way that the number line goes. It's always going to be flat. It's always going to be straight. It's always going to be moving in one direction. Mm. And One I direction. Kinda, yeah. It is what makes you beautiful. So, <laughs> um, God. <laughs> so, um, after having that realization of almost like so if, if anyone knows 2001 a space odyssey if you think yes. about life as the light tunnel at the very end of it um and it where it's just everything passes you by and you just have to grasp onto these little moments of happiness i don't believe in true happiness um you don't believe in true happiness no i think it's a load of mean? bullshit true happiness has like an ongoing like, concept I am, I am like fundamentally happy oh you think it comes in moments yes I think that it comes in moments and it's the moments that you grasp onto the hardest that you can then take from your memory that mm. will then bring you happiness in moments. But I don't believe that like from 8 a.m. until on Wednesday till 8 a.m. on Thursday, you are just fully happy in because happiness. of your the chemicals. Because in your of how you like exist yeah. at your like resting state. Like you don't believe anyone just is a happy person. You have moments of happiness. Yeah. I think that there are things that you can do that make you happy. And there are things that you can do and, um, memories to grab that make you happy. But, um, that's why I just like, I, that, again, that comes back to this idea of marriage where I'm just like, it would be hard for me to just be like, I could be happy with this person for the rest of my life. Yeah. But you can't be happy for the rest of your life anyway. So exactly. arguably you True. could just go like, well, why don't I just do that with that? Not being happy all the time sometimes with this person there. That's fair. That's true. I mean, don't worry. I've I've been in love before. I have no shame saying it. Oh, um, are you listening, uh, Jolly? Are you listening, Jolly? <laughs> Lammy, <laughs> Lamb Chop. R.I.P. R.I.P. Jolly man. But so yeah, <laughs> being in love before, and I've been able to find happiness with this person. But again, it's you also just wake up one day and you're just like, mm, no. You're like, I don't love you anymore. Okay, yeah. bye. All right, the like, happiness went done. away. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, I think that is the thing, too, that we do with relationships where we expect. I think we. uh, I don't know. I think about this an unhealthy amount. I've actually spent the last, like, week figuring out that I have, like, a weird love addiction, which is just the corniest addiction to have. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, it's not heroin. It's like, it's killing me. But I think we, we inappropriately associate happiness and love when maybe they're not 
mutually inclusive. But when the yeah. happiness fades, you go like, oh, I guess I shouldn't be with this person anymore. Instead of going, maybe I'm just not going to be happy all the time, but I expected I would be because a person's here. Mm-hmm. That's I'm just projecting my own shit where it's like, oh, I'm suddenly not happy. And then I go, well, because I'm not happy. And like, you always made me happy. And now in this moment, I'm not happy. We shouldn't be together. And it's like, no, you're never going to always be happy. No, exactly. I think that... There are a lot of times where people equate happiness with a person. Yeah. And you make me happy. Exactly. It's like, no. No, you find happiness in that person. Yeah. It's not because of them that you're happy. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you just find, like, a person, I mean, to be the most me in L.A., but, like, a lot of times people are reflecting something back to you that, like, you're actually seeing something that's in yourself. Oh, yeah. And that's what's bringing you joy, which is, like, a weird thing to say, but it's like this person let you know that you could be happy. Mm-hmm. And, but as soon as you go unhappy, you go, it's your fault. And it's exactly. like, no, like, you just, your feelings faded. I didn't do anything. No, for real. I don't think it's, I obviously if you're in a relationship that sucks, don't look back on it with yeah. happiness. But like, if you have ever felt happiness being in a relationship, you can't, you have to remember that. Like you can't like disqualify the exactly. entire relationship because there like, are moments of unhappiness. There are, there are no relationships that I've had boredom. that I regret because I found happiness in each one. Yeah. And without that person, I wouldn't have had that happiness. And to me, that's that's more profound than uh, on a long-lasting relationship where you're bearing down and being like, "Well, exactly. I'm not happy, but I'm sticking yeah, or it I'm out." Always trying to figure out how to be happy with that person. Um, as soon as I know that I'm not happy, you're like, like I'm, I'm done. Just, it's like, what am I going to stick I'm it out like, for? I'm gay. Go smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. You just keep fake coming out because you're mean, like, I don't know how to break up with people, so I just say I'm gay. Oh man, you I don't even that? know. No. Oh <laughs> no. Like oh no <laughs> uh, no I I God I don't know breakups are are tough don't they are tough wrong. even if it's the right thing it's like yeah oh this hurts even if you're the one who needs to do it because mm-hmm. it's just a disruption of your normal pattern it's I like mean, a shake the hardest the hardest breakups I've had were the ones where I've had to do it oh yeah no it's yeah. I would well no I got dumped a year ago tomorrow I never thought I'd be the kind of person that remembered breakup dates but it like killed me and I was I was like one foot out the door with that guy anyways, but it was him pulling the plug first was just like, and it it had less to do with him. Obviously breakups are hurtful, but it like triggered all this old shit inside me of like abandonment issues and like stuff I hadn't dealt with. (laughs) Oh, But yeah, no, breaking up with other people. I've I've sobbed leaving people and been like, I'm sorry. Cause I mean, it's, sometimes I'm, I'm like, I wish that you would do something shitty. Will you cheat on me or hit me? Like, Mm. I don't, so I have a reason to leave instead yeah. of just being like, I just don't love you as much as I, mean, I did. I feel like that is one of the hardest things to have to say to someone. Is it's just like, it's, you're, there's nothing wrong with you and you're amazing. It's just like, it's not, not you. It's me is such a cliche, but also just like, it's not that you don't love me. It's that I don't love you. Yeah. It's, like, it's not you, but it's also not you. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you're uh, not for me. My, one of the weirdest things is breaking up with someone and having them like try and, like ask you like oh, can you just like forget about that and like you would rather stay in a relationship with me knowing that i actively don't like you yeah oh god it's so it's sad bad. when people it's are, really and it's bad. just like oh that's pathetic but again i've had very weird things i want to i want to tell you one more story one more we, story we let's do it, it let's go yeah um it's uh, this is my favorite kind of thing so okay, let's so, go in um maybe i hope all of you out there can find some meaning in this as well because uh, i certainly can't but, um, <laughs> uh, so I was 14 years old when I had my first kiss and for the sake of hey, the story uh, I am going <laughs> to use a different name for the girl just because for whatever reason it's weird and I don't her name was her name Jennifer. was her real name yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's call her um, 
Susie. Susie. Okay, good. That wasn't her name. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> that'd be really. Funny. How crazy would it be? Um, so I was kind of seeing this girl Susie my freshman year of high school, and I say kind of because uh, remember I was disgusting my freshman year of high school. You didn't know what a paragraph was. Didn't, didn't know, what, know a what a shower was. was. I mean, yeah, I was wearing sweatpants. <laughs> he looked <laughs> like he was time. training to be a professional wrestling heel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sumo wrestling is not far off. <laughs> um, so. Uh, this girl would, we would go out and like hang out and like get coffee and shit and hold hands. And, um, I just remember her saying like, Oh, like, would you like walk me to my, this apartment? And like, I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. And so we, we leave school one day and I'm walking her. It's maybe only five blocks away from school and get to this building. And like, we had kind of been talking about like, Oh, like maybe we'll like kiss each other. Like it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, it'll be crazy. Maybe oh my we'll God. like push mouths together or oh something. Oh my God. The innocence of, I know of being 14, but also just the absurdity of <sighs> <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I remember coming up to this fence outside this apartment and like I was going to go for it. And she just kind of stopped me. and was just like, I'm not going to kiss you out here where people can see us. Oh, no. <laughs> like a bitch. Um, oh, my heart is sinking. So, fuck you, Susie. Yeah, fuck you, Susie. So <laughs> I, but she's like, but come inside and we'll go for it. So she like brings me inside. Susie, I, I should have I been more, more observant when I was in there, but I was just thinking about like, oh, like what's going on? I'm going to kiss. So she like brings me into this staircase and like kind of just plants one on me. And it's you're 14 years old, so it's like closed mouth, like just like two two quiet quiet coyotes kissing or something. Yeah. Like um, I don't know what that means, but sure. Oh, okay. That, maybe that just was just nothing. It's nothing heavy. Nothing heavy. Just like I'm gonna like you're gonna move your head slightly to the side and then back, and it's like, and like we did it. eight seconds of just mouth on mouth. Yeah. Not fun. But you're also just like, oh my god, oh, I'm doing done it. it. I've fucking done it. Um, and. I I just remember hearing a door open at the top of the stairs and a man steps out and looks down at us and we had stopped kissing at that point and he just says all right Susie I'll see you now oh my god and Susie bounds up the stairs it's like bye and like goes into this room and that's when I found out that I just dropped her off at her therapist's office oh my god um <laughs> And <laughs> the kicker of the story is this therapist looks down at me. She's like, ah, you must be Logan. <gasps> I've heard so much about you. Oh, no. And of course, in that moment, I should have just been like, uh, yeah, like, this is weird. But I was just like, fuck, yeah, you have. She's obsessed <laughs> with yeah, me. And uh, that's when I walked past and realized that there was actually a receptionist that we had just totally walked past the first time. Oh. Um, and that he had, like, diplomas and shit up on the walls and magazines and, like, people in a waiting room. And you're like, oh, how did I miss this? I was, <laughs> but, so, no, wrapped I was so, in... so wrapped up in it. So anyway, uh, <laughs> moral of the story. And I walked home, clicking my heels together like fucking Dorothy how, from How the much Wizard longer did you guys... Oh, not much longer. Oh. That, that, that ended because she was kind of... Well... I guess the straw that broke the camel's back was when I compared her to Lady Macbeth. Okay, well. <laughs> so there was that. And then she was like, I get to hit you for that. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. You, no, you don't. Yeah, you're like, that's uh, not how that works. And then works. she like, tried to hit me. And I was like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, young love. Young love. 14. Also, like, I feel like as a therapist, that is some sort of ethics code breaking. You would think, right? 
that like I would punch my therapist in the head if she ran in. I mean, the I amount mean, of people who I've named in therapy who oh, are yeah. hypothetically like names mm-hmm. uh, that people she could like, like meet. Like, give me some. No, <laughs> Susie. Uh, but if she were to meet someone and go like, "Oh, I know you, my my client," or just, I don't know. I'd be mortified. Yeah, it was not a not a bright moment in any of the three of our yeah, careers no, or Susie lives. Susie must have also been like. Well, Susie was right there. She didn't give what? a fuck. Like, oh yeah, well. She I she mean, was she, mentally ill. She she faked a fit of epilepsy. Oh, Susie probably had a fucked up house. But so did my grandfather. Oh man, we could talk for hours. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you, you're gonna have to do a follow up one day when you come to LA. No, for sure. A footnotes. Um. Yes. For sure. Fuck. That's she faked an apple. Okay. No. We gotta go. But wait. No. Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Logan Salvador. In Italian, it's Salvadore because there's an e at the end. Ah. Uh, I don't post funny shit there, but maybe I should start. I mean, you don't have to be um, funny. No, but hit me with that follow. Follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet. It's, uh, <laughs> Go here. I don't do that either. Exactly. Uh, find me on SoundCloud. I did a podcast three years ago called <laughs> Two Dudes Review. <laughs> really? I think is still up there. That's so funny. Um, and yeah, and, it was a and fun time. Join Sant Sant Mott. Join Sant Mott. Look up Baba G. Make meditate. Oh, okay, wait, really quick. Okay, so how do people have jobs and meditate as much as you say they meditate? Is it like this commune? So my grandmother cult? hasn't worked in years. Okay, but she she meditates for I think eight hours to eight to ten hours a day. Meditation and slash or sleeping. I can't ever tell with her. That's, um, yeah, when I'm like I'm meditating, yeah. I sleep so much when I'm meditating. It's it's odd. Oh, I God. couldn't do it. No. I, I tried meditating, and all I saw was. A fucking nutcracker with Babaji's face on it. That's so. interesting. I meditate. I did a ten day silent meditation, and it was like, it changed my life. But it's like a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, because you're just like, oh, it's just me and my brain, and we yeah. are in this for days. We're just going. Fuck. All right, you guys, go follow Logan. Um, thank you for telling me these really interesting stories. Oh, for sure. I need um, to. I need to tell someone. I don't. I'm not in therapy right now. So, like, unlike Susie, I'm not rich. <laughs> yeah. I'm not That's why I should just do episodes where I go. I just let people unload on me. Like, what happened to you? I hear people pay good money for that. Oh God. I should get a license. Nah. It should just be unlicensed therapy. Yeah, the podcast. That's, legal. that's probably yeah, already a thing. Yeah, probably. Um, all right, you guys. Thank you for listening and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. Bye. Ta-da! Logan Salvador. Um, that was awesome. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you liked it, again, subscribe, rate, review if you haven't already. If you didn't do it when I said it in the intro, please go do that. Share the podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Um, big thank you to John, Matt, Greg, Kathy, Terry, and Gene, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. VIP Idiots about Gene. Extra shout out for you, though, uh, for being like top tier, the coolest. You guys keep the episodes flowing and you keep me sane. And honestly, I feel like I'm friends with, um, I mean, I feel like I'm open to being friends with all of my patrons, but I feel like there's a few of you we chat pretty regularly. You guys are awesome and I'm fucking extremely appreciative. Also, I should have said this in the intro. Um, we definitely, I like pulled up a thing about um, Punjab definitely being a state in India. And uh, I, we laughed. 
And I was like, I knew it. And I learned something that day. And it's that I am uh, not confident enough in my... That's not the thing I didn't know. You guys, the amount of times I have Googled the definition of words, I 100% know, but I get insecure. Like, this is the right word, right? It's very weird. It's a thing I need to work on. Uh, I didn't always used to be like that. That is something I should probably explore with my therapist and not at the outro of a podcast. Listen, um, join the League of Extraordinary Idiots, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Um, help me pay my medical bills. If you're following me on Instagram, you can follow the podcast at blessed podcast. If you're following me, uh, you've seen me in a cast. I had a surgery, so uh, need to keep that insurance flowing, you guys. Um, 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 yeah. Uh, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you have additional questions for Logan or another topic you'd like to hear covered, get in the Facebook group, you guys. Uh, uh, get on Facebook, look up Ignorance is Blessed Idiots. Uh, it's a private Facebook group. Um, I'm trying to utilize it more. I feel like it's, I've underutilized it and I really want to get conversations going in there. I want it to be a safe space for stupid, like ignorant questions that other people have, you know, like that we can discuss, well, what about this? Or we can not, not even really ignorant. I mean, I know that's the premise of the podcast, but just sort of critical thinking and examining all sides of things, which uh, a lot of people I think don't like to do. And I think we need more of it. Um, or you can send me an email with questions. Ignorance is blessed podcast at gmail.com. All one word, no hashtag in the blessed. Uh, keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.